When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Conservative Connection. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather today, as you can probably hear by my voice, but um, just imagine I'm Casey Affleck and we're going to be okay. I like that. I like that um, kind of smoky sound he has to his voice. Oh, man, it's bad. I sound a little bit like Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Maybe I should have brought my cowboy hat. Anyway, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things going on. We're going to be talking about the CPI numbers, the job report, Nicole Kidman decides to eat bugs, a little bit about the Highland Park shooting, and Shinzo Abe's assassination here on The Conservative Connection. No care about it. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> the Conservative Connection. Come on, man. All right, so... This is the first. This is going to be a shorter episode today. Um, I just got back from vacation and I've got a lot going on, but we we got a lot to talk about. So first of all, we've got the Highland Park shooting. Really quick, I'm going to cover that really briefly. This is going to be a briefer episode today. It's going to be. It's not going to be the full hour. Um, I ran out of time today, but I'm going to try to cover what I can. So what ended up happening in Highland Park was obviously somebody in Illinois, and, and again, Highland Park is not that far from here decided to just go on a shooting rampage and just kill a bunch of people. It's tragic. It's evil. But in Highland Park, we they had red flag laws. They had different things. So just another case that red flag laws don't work. But also, again, everything this guy did was illegal. I'm pretty sure that they don't even allow uh, certain weapons in Highland Park. I mean, Illinois has some of the strictest gun laws, period. So... I really don't think there's any law that would have stopped this guy. People want to associate him with right or left. And, and for the people who are saying that this guy is a Trump supporter, that quickly fell apart. This guy was obviously apolitical. And by the way, I really don't think it matters that much whether or not somebody identifies with a certain political party. As long as that political party is not defending or justifying the violence that takes place, I, I really don't think it, it's a reflection. Kind of like the Bernie Sanders shooter who shot up the congressional ballpark that did not really reflect bernie sanders or anybody on the bernie sanders movement and it was widely condemned so i I, again i think it's just stupid when people try to take these nut jobs and they try to make them representative of everybody in society and also does anybody honestly believe that a somebody who is a Trump supporter is going to go shoot up a 4th of July patriotic parade because I don't. I, th- I I don't think that holds any merit whatsoever. 
Um, Trump supporters are some of the most patriotic people I've ever met. So I, I don't think that even holds any water. And then, of course, we had the tragic shooting of Shinzo Abe. And uh, it's very it's very funny. We had these two areas where it's very hard to get a gun at a time where everybody's trying to promote some sort of gun legislation. And it just doesn't work. Gun legislation just doesn't work. You will find a way to get a gun if you're a crazy mass shooter. That's just how it is. People are evil. They're sick in the head. And they will find a way to commit violence. And it, that's just the tragic part of society. You're never going to be able to cancel out evil. And I know some people who, even as a Christian, you know, they'll say things to me like, well, how do you, how do you say, like, believe in a God, but you watch so much evil? And I even had somebody on one of my friend's uh, posts, and he said something to the effect of, what was God's plan for the Highland Park victims? Or do we just chalk that one up to the Lord works in mysterious ways? Obviously, this guy's a troll. Obviously, he's just trying to be cynical and nasty. But I did want to answer his question. So I basically told him, I said, God gives us free will. We're not robots. God doesn't make evil people do evil things. And he doesn't make good people do good things. You know, God loves people enough to give everybody a choice to act as they please for good or for evil. And our actions have consequences and he has a plan for everybody, but not everybody listens. But make no mistake, God is a just God and he will judge the wicked. And I don't believe that a world without a judge for the wicked is one that is a superior and more moral world. Um, the existence of evil doesn't disprove God to me. It reinforces the necessity. For, it reinforces the necessity for God. And I know that so many people have a lot of questions on existentiality and God and religion when we see so much evil in the world. But I don't believe that the existence of evil is an argument for why God doesn't exist. I mean, to me, it would be a a far more cynical and far more tragic worldview if there were just there was just evil in the world and there would be no judge and no mediator and no ultimate moral power to judge those people. I don't think that's a more superior moral universe. But just my just my take on that. I know we've been seeing a lot of evil recently. Um, and then we had Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe was a great man, a prime, former prime minister of Japan. He was assassinated. But uh, let me just tell you for, for everybody who is um, talking about how this, this great man who got tragically killed, how gun laws would have helped him. Let me just say they, they don't know what they're talking about as far as things in Japan are concerned. If you're going to purchase a gun in Japan. Here's here's what you need to do. So the first thing is you need to take a firearms class. So after you've taken a firearms class, you have to pass a written exam. And so the second step is a written exam. And you're going to have to take this exam three times a year uh, for the rest of your life or as long as you want to have a firearm. So that's you got to get over those hurdles. After that, you have to get a doctor's note from a medical doctor saying that you're mentally fit. And you have no history of drug abuse or anything else and that you're mentally fit enough to have a gun. So let's say that uh, like you do find a doctor with a connection and somebody like that and they're able to do that for you. Well, after that, you have to apply for a permit to take a firing uh, training class. And 
that permit might take you a month or so to get a little bit of time. So, so far we got like three times a year tests, permits, doctors know, and if you're able to do all that, then you have to go through an interview conducted by police officers who are going to grill you asking you why you need a gun. And if your answers are somehow satisfactory enough for the police, you also have to pass a review of your gun possession records, your criminal history, your involvement with organized crime groups, um, any perceived connection to radical groups, your employment history. Once that's done, you have to pass a review of your personal financial debts. Once that's properly assessed, you have to pass reviews of your relationships with your family, your neighbors, and your friends. Which, by the way, uh, I just saw a story in America of um, basically this American Homeowners Association, and they sued a couple for $250,000, forcing them to foreclose on their home, and they took away their home uh, because, get this, they fed ducks. So yeah, good, good luck if... That's the kind of neighbors that you've got over there in Japan. Although I don't think people are that crazy. This is why I don't like homers, HOAs, by the way. So then, let's say you get through all that. Your neighbors, your family, friends, everybody, the doctor, the three times tests, the permits, the police, every, you've gotten through all that. If you somehow pass all that, you now need to take a one-day training class or pass a firing test. But you can only get to that point after you have somehow been granted a gunpowder permit, which you also have to wait for. You got to finish the paperwork on that. So you have to attain the a certificate after that from a gun dealer describing the kind of gun that you want. And then you have to get a hunting license. And that's necessary. You cannot get a gun in Japan without a hunting license because there's no other way to move forward with getting the gun. You've gone this far, so you might as well keep going. Then you have to buy a gun safe. Then you have to buy an ammunition locker, both of which have to meet the safety regulations of your government. So then, after those two things have been passed, then you have to allow the police to inspect your gun storage in your own home. And then after that, you have to pass an additional background review of some kind. So just, just for good measure, we've got to go throw one more in there. Then, now... After all that, you can finally buy your gun, but you can only use it for hunting. And by the way, ghost guns are illegal in Japan, so there's no way. So Japan also has a huge suicide rate. That has nothing to do with the guns because as people know, and I've used this for years as a statistic, their, their suicide rate is so high, you don't need a gun in order to c commit suicide. I mean, committing suicide is a tragic thing. I, I hate seeing it, but people somehow act like if we banned firearms like somehow there wouldn't be a, a suicide rate or it would be lower and that's just not the case i mean we look at japan look at all these steps you have to go through still former prime minister shinzo abe tragically you know got shot by some crazy guy who in his own home put together two pipes and a plank and he figured out a way to make it into a firearm and he used that firearm in order to assassinate the former prime minister and, you know, I hate, I hate seeing things like this happen, but they do happen tragically. And look, there's just, there's just no way that you're going to be able to legislate away evil. Evil is always going to exist. It's always going to be there. It's always going to happen. There's not a lot of things you can do, okay? This is not heaven. This is not our final destination. And evil is going to exist in the world. And unfortunately, you guys are going to see more evil happen. 
there's going to be good along with that evil, but this is an imperfect world. I mean, the, the world is a dangerous and scary place, and that's just the way it is. It's why I advocate for people to have their own firearms to defend themselves against people who are crazy like this. But any person who tells you that Shinzo Abe, like, died, and the reason, like, a solution we can have for that is that we need to restrict firearms more, I mean, just re-listen to that whole list that I just gave you, that that is the real gun process for how to get firearms in Japan. And just ask yourself if there's if there's any more difficult ways to get a firearm. Like, none of this worked. Everything this guy did was against the law. Murder is against the law. Ghost guns are against the law in Japan. Like, And he didn't go through that whole process. He just found a, a, a plank and a couple pipes and he made a firearm. You can do that. And he didn't need the gunpowder permit in order to make it to work either. This is just the cold, hard reality of evil. It will always exist. It's going to exist. And people need to be prepared for it. Now, I really hope that this does not inspire any more killings of former former officials like um, American presidents or anybody else. And uh, I, I really hope that everybody stays safe out there. I, I would hate to see something like that happen in the United States, but my condolences. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to the people of Japan. Uh, you've lost a great man, a friend of the United States, and somebody who really was trying to make the world a better place. So I'm very sorry for your guys' loss over there, and um, I sincerely give you my condolences. So that's leading off a little bit of a tragedy, a couple tragedies. But uh, then um, the Highland Park shooting, it's another interesting thing is we're, we're figuring out that there may also be a link to uh, marijuana usage in mass shooters. And uh, people like Liz Wheeler are starting to investigate that. And I haven't done my due diligence on that, but I, I think that's interesting. I think we should look into that. And people may shrug their shoulders at that and say that that's crazy, but I'm always willing to hear an argument out. If you've got statistics to back up what you're saying, I'm going to hear you out. Anyway... Um, this is a shorter episode today, so we're going to go to a quick commercial. We will be right back. Stay tuned. 
Um, I want to know how you, as a woman, feel about overpopulation in the world and its relation to polluting the environment. Uh, I think how, how, how does Yoko feel about overpopulation? As a woman, I believe. Well, I think the problem is not overpopulation as people believe to be, but it's more of the balance of things. What, you know, like food, some part of the world is wasted of food, and in some parts, you know, nobody has food. And that kind of a balance, if that is solved, I don't think we would be worried so much about overpopulation. I think it's a bit of a joke the way uh, people have uh, made this overpopulation thing into a kind of myth. I don't really believe it, you know. I think whatever happens will balance itself out and work itself out. It's all right for us all living saying, oh, well, there's enough of us so we won't have any more. Don't let anybody else live. Mm. I don't believe in that. I think we've got enough food and money to feed everybody. And I think the natural balance, even though old people will last longer, I'm sure there's quick. enough room for us. And some of them can go to the moon anyway. You, you mean you think there's enough... If it were yeah, I don't believe overpopulation, you know. I, I think that's just a kind of myth that oh. uh, the government has thrown out to keep your mind off Vietnam and Ireland and all the important subjects. Oh, I think you're wrong about that. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> so that was the John Lennon clip that I wanted to include, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys uh, liked my little commentary on that. A guy who was not usually based, but in that moment he was. And... You know, as we're talking about things that are, are distractions and everything else, we've, we've got the recent job numbers up. And the, and the job numbers were a lot better than a lot of people were projecting. But right now in the market, um, this administration has just been a complete disaster for the financial market. And right now in the financial market, we've got um, the worst stock year, um, the first half at least, the worst first half of a stock year that we've seen since 1970. So about 50 years, this has been the worst year. Now, personally, I just think this whole year economically is shot. I don't think we're going to be bouncing back from this. So my strategy has changed because I know in 2020, my, my big mistake was not going in hard on the market crash. But now what I'm doing is I'm switching to uh, just accumulate cash. So I'm actually preparing for more of a market correction because I've already got a lot of money in the market. So if things recover, I'm planning to just, you know, it'll be a good things if it'll be a good thing if they recover because then, you know, everything will bounce back. But if I go in, you know, there's the missed opportunity of not going in and having it recover. But I think there's a bigger missed opportunity of saving up my cash for the sidelines and then having a either an emergency fund or B cash on the sidelines to go in if they crash even harder. So that's my new strategy that's happening now and uh we got to go to this uh, this clip of nicole kidman uh, i i hate doing this to nicole kidman i love nicole kidman man she's so cute and she's very sweet and she's just an awesome person but uh, she decided to promote eating bugs and every single now and then speaking of like mark bad market decisions and everything else we get this time where the government or the media somehow enforces this idea that we need to eat bugs, that bugs are this hidden gem protein source of just all this powerhouse of nutrition, and they've got all your daily vitamins. And uh, we, we just need to go back to eating the bugs. And anyway, I'm just going to play the clip. We're going to go to clip two. Go. By the year 2050, the world's population is expected to be well over 9 billion. But how are we going to feed them? A popular source of protein in the West is animals such as cows and beef, and as well as chickens such as birds. But there could be an alternative. 
bloody insects might just be the answer. I'm Nicole Kidman and I am going to eat a four-course meal of bugs. Eating micro-livestock. Cornworms. They're still alive. Mmm. Extraordinary. Mmm. Very moist. Chewy. Can't quite describe the flavor, but need a little water. <laughs> Try the second course, shall we? Just a little side note. Two billion people in the world eat bugs, and I'm one of them. Because here we go. Have some mealworms. I'm telling you, I'd win Survivor. That is a um, fruity taste. I'd recommend it. Here we have. Oh, oh, crickets. Oh, nothing. Oh, oh, awesome. And now for dessert, mm, the fried grasshopper. These are amazing. These are exquisite grasshoppers. I recommend them. Insects are becoming a trend. The Western diet has to kind of shift and change. And most importantly, it's natural, it's normal, and it's the way that we have to feed the future. Again, I, I hate beating up on Nicole Kidman here because I love her so much, but uh, maybe she got paid to do this. Maybe this was some sort of promotion where it's like people offer you another roles if you, if you just go and eat some bugs live. Maybe she was just being experimental about it. I, I don't know about that. Like Nicole Kidman doesn't seem like somebody who would do that on their own. But every now and then you're going to see this, this push to like eat bugs. And I, I want to let you guys know just kind of where that comes from. Like people are always asking me like, why dude? Like they send this to me and they're like, can you react to this? Like, why are they always pushing eating the bugs? So why are we being pushed to eat bugs all the time? Like, what is that? And uh, I honestly believe it has to do with inflation. So we're living in a very feudalistic society where some people have to work harder and harder and other people's uh, other people just don't have to work. They, they can get bailed out like if they work for J.P. Morgan or if you are a Chinese company connected to Hunter Biden, you know, the United States can just send you a million barrels of oil, which, by the way, should be an impeachable offense. Uh, Congress, I, I don't really know what you're doing here, but if this was Donald Trump, you'd be all over him. So I don't know what that's about. But going back to the bugs thing, um, like CPI is not an accurate inflation measurement. Like if you guys want to see what inflation accurately is, you got to look at the price of the homes that you want to live in. And you look at the price of that over the past 10 years and you see if your income has actually kept up with that in the prices of other houses. So there's inflation in things that are price sensitive. You've got things like housing, you've got things like energy, and you've got things like real food as opposed to just cheap synthetic industrial junk crap that they push on the masses. So industrial plastic food doesn't tend to go up much in price. And when you look at the 1970s, when you saw the decade of inflation, you also saw conveniently at the same exact time, the decade of the global obesity crisis, because it was the same time that government subsidized these industrial poisonous crops and when you saw the food pyramid and other things came out like that, that, that was the 70s. And people were told that they should be eating grains instead of meat. And, you know, I, I often joke that if you looked at the food pyramid and you ate like the food pyramid, you were going to be pretty soon looking like the food pyramid. 
they were told that the meat that all of our ancestors have been eating since before Christ was suddenly just causing a bunch of heart disease in the 1970s at the exact same time that government was making meat unaffordable. And it, you know, what a great blessing and just amazing thing that uh, government was able to benefit financially by the, the quote-unquote science that said that at the perfect time, don't eat the meat that's getting more expensive because it causes heart disease. It doesn't cause heart disease, okay? They convinced people to eat mass-produced GMO grains instead of meat so they could hide the price of inflation. You replace goods that are desirable and you're going up in price quickly with cheap industrial mass-produced goods. And you say inflation is half of what it is. So we also discovered that with the fuels, you know, with people like Greta Thunberg, you know, how dare you? Uh, that we used to survive every single winter that we used for like all these fossil fuels that we use to transport goods for diesel cargo ships and all this other stuff. Oh, it's destroying the earth. And it's not destroying the earth in that we're going to run out of the fossil fuels that we depend on for heating and lights and shipping and food storage and everything else. We're just going to burn. Um, we're not going to burn through all the fossil fuels. We're just going to burn so much that we're going to actually have like we're going to change the temperature on this massive, huge 12,000 kilometer diameter rock hurtling through space around a giant fireball in the middle of the universe. We're going to control its thermostat by using these fuels that are being coincidentally expensive and rising in price. And the only way is you have to live on wind and solar and eat the gruel and eat the bugs and, and just live like a peasant. And inflation won't be that bad. And I honestly think that's what they're doing. They're trying to encourage people that somehow if they live through that kind of inflation that you need to eat the gruel, eat the bugs, live in tents, you know, eat like, like depend on wind and solar and inflation won't be that bad. I think that somehow is their end game. And every single time inflation starts to ramp up really huge, we always see this push that bugs should be a diet protein source. And <laughs> I know you guys want to take us back to the, the biblical times of John the Baptist eating locusts and honey, but I just, I'm not in favor of it. I'm sorry. I want my steak. I want my steak. So there's that. There's that happening. And, you know, it, it, it's so funny, the crazy times that we live in and the stuff they push and everything else. Uh, and there's so much going on. But honestly, I think that's what it is. So they're hiding the CPI rates from us. And the jobs report that came out was good. But I honestly think there's nowhere for it to go but down. Another thing I want to warn you guys of is if you do not have a job right now, there is a hiring freeze going on. You know, I know there was like this talk of like all, um, th there's these layoffs happening in a bunch of major companies uh, unless you're a CEO or executive or unless you like work for Elon Musk and then you're not getting laid off. You're just getting laid. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to make that joke. Of course, um. I don't think, you know, maybe he's just having all these kids with all these women who work for him so he can colonize Mars. Maybe that's what the end goal for him is. But there's a hiring freeze going on right now, guys. So if you're not in a job yet, I, I would consider trying to lock one down. I, I know that for a while it was kind of the wanderers uh, market where you could just switch from job to job, get an instant pay increase because there was demand. But right now, right now, right, right, right here, when there's a hiring freeze, like it, it doesn't matter. And uh, the, the worse off we get economically, I'm just telling you guys, you need to prepare. 
you need to have a job in the pocket. You, you need to be working and you need to have a steady flow of income in because when hard times come, it's going to be the people with the jobs who are already established, who are working hard, who do well. I would also encourage having an emergency stash or some sort of emergency fund on the side. Uh, I don't see things getting better in the next six months to a year. I might be completely wrong. The market, the market might, uh, mark, might get, <laughs> the market might turn. Things might get better. Things might do a, a lot better than they are now. But as of right now, I think we just need to be prepared. You know. So, and speaking of uh, in, inflation, uh, I, I did have uh, one one more thing that was uh, kind of funny that I, I I found. I'll play it to close the show as uh, my third and final clip. But I think we need to be deep in prayer. I think we need to be ready for the hard times. I think we need to bond close together to our communities. And we need to be doing the best that we can. And just getting closer to God, getting ready for what may come. And inflation is going to get worse. Uh, Layoffs are just starting to happen. Hiring freeze is just starting to go into effect. But if you do not have a job right now, you have a little bit of time. And I would just highly encourage you to lock something down so that you have something steady and something good to rely on. Anyway, uh, I found this funny little clip and uh, I will give the exact source for it um, on the next episode. Uh, I can't find it right now, but it was basically just this this clip of, of America, it was America and Superman comes to visit and he's trying to save the people. But this, this one officer kind of informs him of the economic situation that's going on right now. And I know that sometimes it sound like doom and gloom, but I'm, I'm just here to tell you what's going on in the news, what I see, what's, what's happening. And this was kind of more of a brief episode. It was just a chance for me to get caught up, but we can still have fun here. We can still celebrate the wins. I mean, there was a few good things that happened also. It, not the great, the greatest week in news. We had Florida and Ron DeSantis come out with something that says that we're, the hospitals in Florida are no longer going to be required to have COVID vaccine card screenings or anything like that. You can actually go visit your family members. We also had the Supreme Court, right as I was leaving t- uh, Tennessee, tell us that they're reinstituting uh, school prayers now in schools. You can allow that to happen again. So that's a great win for us. But uh, I want to close you guys out with this short little skit. Um, gave me a laugh. But anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. If you can support us, give us a five-star review. And uh, if you guys have any uh, if you guys have any requests for former guests that we've had on that you want to see come on again, uh, feel free to you know, reach out to me. Reach out to the Instagram. Reach out to uh, our email, and uh, you can find us at seekconnection uh, at gmail.com. And you can also uh, find us at our, our official Instagram where we have all those lives. And I might, I may do a live again if I have a chance. But anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in to this episode. And as always, stay connected. Don't worry, citizens. I am here now. What seems to be the problem? Ah, Superman. Thank God you're here. Ah, you're not going to believe this. This is the worst yet. Let me guess. Did Lex Luthor escape from prison? No, even worse. Inflation is up almost 8%.
What? Yeah, through the years of misguided congressional spending and international conflict, gasoline is almost up a dollar. What are we gonna do? Well, say, friend, you point me in the direction of this inflation fella, and I'll give him a piece of my mind. Yeah, well, it's it's not really a, a tangible thing. Ah, so it's a ghost of some sort. And no, it's more of an economical byproduct of financial mismanagement and misguided political decision-making over the course of the last couple of decades. Oh. All right. So, uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, have you tried buying an electric car? Electric? It's the 1960s. Listen, if a plane is falling out of the sky, I can catch that. That's that's really my area of expertise. This, I, I really don't think I can do anything here. But you're Superman. You could do anything. You don't have, like, an inflation-lowering laser beam you can shoot at you. Don't answer that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm sorry about this. Uh, if you have a cat stuck in a tree, j just call my name. I'll, I'll hear it. Yeah, real big thanks, Superman. God, tax season's gonna kill me. You could always just not pay them. What? No, you have to pay it. Wait, have you been paying it? I'm up and away! Where is she? I'm so sorry. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. The line dog is pretty short. The Conservative Connection. Come on, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.